dear friend, thank you for joining us today. This is the New Life Program coming to you from Adventist World Radio, the voice of hope. Stay tuned in order to catch the exciting segments and items that are about to come your way. I'm your presenter, Samuel Mahangi. On today's Bible slot, we'll be having Brother Steve Rundu talk about stewardship of the Sabbath rest. The health segment will be brought to us by Msavi Mteshi, and today she will talk about the happiness and health. As usual, we have marvelous tunes to spiritually lift you up. Let us now listen to a song, Kunajiwe, by Lunga Lunga Church Choir. Oh, 
Did you like that song by Lunga Lunga Church Choir? Let us now prepare to listen to Msavi Mteshi in the health segment. Stay tuned. Hello, listener. Welcome to our program, Health Nuggets. I am your presenter... Musavi Muteshi. Our topic for today is happiness and health. A recent scientific study showed that having a positive mental attitude can protect you against poor health later in life. A second study confirmed that happy people tend to live longer and experience better health than their unhappy peers. We have come to understand that lifestyle choices, such as eating healthy foods, exercising, getting enough rest and not smoking, help us to stay healthy. But happiness is a powerful force to relieve stress and pain, and it, too, may prevent the development of illness. More and more doctors are urging us to be conscientious about our moods and attitudes. How can one develop a positive attitude? Today, we will consider six suggestions that studies have shown to be helpful in our effort to become happier and more positive. The first suggestion is to adopt an animal companion. Pets provide more than a warm welcome when we come home. They willingly listen to our complaints. Many pet owners confide in a pet because pets don't judge, condemn or argue. An astonishing 97% of dog and cat owners in one study reported that they talk to their pets because they don't have to worry about what they say or worry about the response. And it is more relaxing to be with an animal than to be alone. Dog owners are often as emotionally attached to their dogs as to their closest family members. Pet owners experience less stress and have lower blood pressure than those who don't. If you would like to have a pet, but the circumstances in your life don't allow you to accept the responsibility, you can volunteer at an animal shelter or zoo, offer to walk your neighbor's dog on a regular basis, or even feed birds in your yard. A second suggestion is to listen to music. Music activates the specific regions of your brain that are involved with emotions and memory, and it has been shown to lower your anxiety as well as the stress-related hormone cortisol. Music can lower your blood pressure, reduce arthritis pain, and even speed recovery from a stroke. Soothing melodic music provides a feeling of comfort that can serve as an easy and safe way to improve your sleep, while bright, energetic tunes can boost your energy level. Yet another suggestion that may help you feel more positive is to have a good laugh. Stress has a negative effect on your heart and it causes your blood vessels to narrow, but new information shows that laughter lowers your level of stress and releases chemicals that help your blood vessels to relax. Lowering stress allows your immune system function better. So, search for things you find amusing and share the wonderful free gift of laughter with others. 
Continuing on, another suggestion you may find helpful in your effort to develop a more positive mental attitude is to enjoy nature. Natural settings stimulate your mind, improving your mood. People who participate in outdoor activities become significantly less angry, depressed and tense. Their concentration and memory improve. Additionally, researchers have found that even low-intensity outdoor exercises such as gardening, walking and bicycling help to reduce your risk of heart disease. A fifth suggestion that may help you to feel happier is to help others. When surveyed, Volunteers who devoted time to community organizations or who informally helped their friends, relatives and neighbors reported greater happiness and better health than those who did not. In one study, adults over the age of 70 who volunteered their time for at least 100 hours a year reported lower levels of depression and less of a decline in their health than non-volunteers. Volunteering as little as two hours a week is sufficient to reap significant health benefits. Finally, don't underestimate the importance of living a spiritual life as a means of feeling happier and having better health. Medical research is now seriously examining the connection between a person's level of spirituality and their physical health. The majority of studies conducted to date have found that strong spirituality translates into better mental health and better physical health. How can this be? One of the leading theories is that spiritual people have better functioning immune systems. On this program, we have previously explored how spirituality helps each of us bring order to our lives by defining both our personal value system and the purpose of our life. As we better understand the value and purpose of our life, we worry less about the unimportant things and our stress level decreases, improving our immune function. That helps us to fight infections and heal our physical diseases faster and more completely than people with no spiritual beliefs. Two separate studies have now documented that people with strong spiritual beliefs boost the function of their immune system. We seem to have been designed with the need to communicate with our Creator, to pray or meditate regularly, to focus our thoughts onto the things that are truly important, and to set aside time to rest and to reorder our life, times such, such as the biblical Sabbath day. To summarize, Proven techniques that can help you become happier with a more positive mental attitude include getting an animal companion to listen to your complaints, listening to music, looking at the bright side of life, and sharing laughter with others, getting out into nature to enjoy God's creation and to participate in outdoor activities, volunteering your time for good causes, and allowing yourself to get into closer touch with God, becoming more spiritual. While happiness and a positive attitude do not guarantee physical health, they do contribute to an improved immune response and that has favorable effects on both disease prevention and disease survival. Health Nugget is written by Dr. Richard Uckel, a medical doctor working in the United States. The medical views expressed in this program are his and may differ for your particular health needs. If you need medical advice, please consult a medical professional in your area. Thank you for listening.
Thank you once again for being with us. Remember to send us your views, comments, or questions about the show by writing to the producer, Adventist All Radio, P.O. Box 42276-00100, Nairobi, Kenya. Our email address is Nairobi at ek.adventist.org. I'll be back after this track, Mandiko by Lunga Lunga Church Choir.
spiritual thirst. Please stay tuned until the end. Stewardship of the Sabbath rest. Our key text today comes from the book of Leviticus chapter 23 verses 3. And I quote, There are six days when you may work, but the seven days are Sabbath rest, a day of sacred assembly. You are not to do any work. Wherever you live, it is a Sabbath to the Lord. Christian stewardship calls for a regular rhythm in our lives, weekly work alternating with weekly rest. If we feel as though we could work 24-7 and still barely trade water, how easy is it for us to concentrate on our worship or to devote meaningful energy to our service to God? Theologian and educator Marva Down, in her discussion of this important topic, refers to the Sabbath as God's gift and identifies several different categories of rest, each of which is important for establishing well-being and balance in our lives. These include spiritual rest, physical rest, intellectual rest, emotional and even social rest. Down states, one of the greatest gifts for my life is as one who serves God is observing the Sabbath, celebrating a holy day and living in God's rhythm for six days of work and one of the rest is the best way I know to learn the sense of our call. The way in which God's kingdom reclaims us, revitalizes us and renews us so that it can reign through us. Before we can engage in, in the practical practice of our call, we need to be captured afresh by grace carried by it and cared for by it. Tragically, though God commanded that we work six days and rest on one, ministers often seem to be the worst examples of a working. Lots of books for pastors want to tone down God's instructions for a Sabbath. 
and turn it into a small moment seized here and there. Instead, I have convinced that keeping a whole day and living the biblical concept of time and work are God's great gifts to us. My goal is that all God's saints could enjoy these gifts thoroughly and model them to all the overworked and frenzied persons in our congregations, so that the whole church offers Sabbath as a kingdom present to our stressed-out world. As an invitation into the delights of the day, consider this passage from Rabbi Abraham Joshua Heschel. For where shall the likeness of God be found? There is no quality that space has in common with this essence of God. There is not enough freedom on the top of the mountain. There is not enough glory in the silence of the sea. Yet the likeness of God can be found in time, which is eternity in disguise. I do not invite you into Sabbath keeping as an onerous duty, a burden like it seems to have become for many under the legalism of some Jews in the days of Jesus. Rather, I invite you into the most wonderful opportunity for experiencing God and the timeless of the kingdom, for letting ourselves be reclaimed, revitalized and renewed in the Lord. Think about this. Do you observe the Sabbath rest in your week? And how do you rest if you do? And what is the Sabbath day? And why is rest an important part of our human makeup? Let us act on these points. If you do not observe the Sabbath consistently, this week consciously commit your time on this day of rest, that is the Sabbath day. See how resting affects you throughout the next week. If you do not observe a Sabbath, take time this week to evaluate how the Sabbath affects you spiritually, physically, and mentally. Let us pray. Our Father who art in heaven, we thank you even for the duties you've put unto us to work in six days. And Lord, as you just rested on the seventh day, it was an example to us that also we need rest. In that rest, Lord, you told us that you shall be with us when we gather together in your name. Lord, when you are with us, Lord, we get some spiritual rejuvenation, we get some physical uh, rejuvenation and mental rejuvenation, O oh Lord. Teach us how to understand how to keep the Sabbath day holy. Also, Lord, teach us to remember that day. Teach us to know which day it is, and Lord, teach us to know how to rest properly. Father, I call upon your name because it is in that name that we also find rest. Therefore, Lord, send your Spirit, Lord, to be amongst us so we can understand what the Sabbath is and how we can be better stewards of the Sabbath rest. I have prayed all this, trusting and believing in the mighty name of his Son, Jesus Christ. Amen. Thank you for making Adventist World Radio your favorite station. It has been great and I hope through the masses of God you'll join me next time. Don't forget to send your views, comments or questions about the show by writing to the producer, Adventist World Radio, P.O. Box 42276, code 00100, Nairobi, Kenya, or email us through awi at I've been a presenter, Samuel Mag. Until then, stay safe, stay blessed.